0: Shalom my homies, and welcome back to another Netflix and Swill 2 peas on a Podcast special report, rapid reaction from FilmFest919. I am Dan, and thank God Gerald is back.
1: Oh, that's so sweet. Thank you, man. I'm here. I am here.
0: I have missed you. Uh, you've oh, missed some, you have not, have you? you? You you missed some very good movies. I, so
1: did. I, I did. I did
0: want to gloat that I did get to see a couple of very great movies uh, at, at the expense of you not being there, so suck it.
1: Yeah, man, you saw two that were uh, so far been highly regarded in all the um, different film festivals they've been going around to, including 919. You saw One Night in Miami and Nomadland, which unfortunately I missed out on both. So thank you for going in my stead, though.
0: Yeah, I mean, of course, of course, I'll go in, in your stead and watch some fantastic <laughs> movies. Uh, but today we're here to talk about the latest release from director bro, uh, brother directors uh esham and ian nelms uh, yeah, man. fat man fat man is a 2020 film uh starring Walton Goggins, Mel Gibson, and Marion Jean Baptiste uh this comes in at a 7.2 out of 10 on IMDb with 52 ratings so don't put too much stock into that uh Santa Claus must contend with a hitman sent from a disappointed child that's all you need to know that's that's <laughs> literally it.
1: Yeah, and Mel Gibson's the Santa Claus, and Walton Goggins is the hitman. And there you yes. go. That's your fucking get-in-the-theater, people, and see this. That's all That's all you need.
0: Yeah. So this is, like I said, this is written and directed by Ashman uh, Ian Nelms. We heard a bit from them uh, before the screening, because this was actually the world premiere of uh, Fat Man, about, like, they apparently wrote this script 14 years ago. Right. And people were like, you're never getting this fucking movie made uh, shows those people. 14 years later, we sat in a movie theater and watched fat man.
1: Yeah, it was, that was a really, that was a really cool story. I, I like that story too. Cause we got to meet one of the curators for the film festival beforehand, Randy. And she was saying how, you know, the, the Nelms brothers that directed this film were part of the film festival 18 years ago. And they, you know, premiered their very first feature was, it was a short film back then. And, you know, she helped them do some of the editing in their apartment and like, you know, it was really gritty kind of underground stuff. And now here we are fast forward for, in their case, 18 years and Fat Man's on the screen. And, and man, this was uh, this was a good one. So I don't know where you want to go. I know it's spoiler free. So,
0: yeah, keeping it spoiler free. What'd you think?
1: Well, I loved it. I I thought it was great. I mean, I, you know, we were joking at, at the beginning here, but I mean, Mel Gibson, Goggins, Hitman, Santa Claus. You've got elves in there. You've got uh, a really shitty brat little kid in it um, Mm. that you love to hate as a viewer. Uh, You got everything. I mean, I don't want to give away any specifics, but I think people, you know, this was not really what I was expecting, but it also was at the same time. So it was really weird in that way. But I loved it. I mean, it had the action, it had the heart, which I know um, you mentioned when we were done seeing it that you were surprised that some of the heart was in the film. But I think it had a little bit of everything. It had the comedy built in there too, and uh, perfect casting. Great direction from this brother's uh, duo. Yeah, I loved it, man.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because when you read that that synopsis, it, it kind of reads like a, a schlocky B movie almost. Like, hey, a, a kid who got some coal is going to go have Santa murdered. Like, that's. <laughs> it doesn't. Ultimately, that sounds like a very mean spirited kind of movie where like a hitman who probably like goes around and guns down a bunch of elves in mm-hmm. proceedingly more gruesome ways until he gets to to Santa. Mm-hmm. And really, like I like you said that I said, uh so really like I said, uh, there is a lot of heart to this movie mm-hmm. where uh Santa's kinda I guess lost his way. Uh, to to a degree, like uh, you, you, the one of the first things you hear him do is uh, listen to the radio and hears about like kids just destroying shit for no fucking reason whatsoever, mm-hmm. and so he kind of loses hope. And this is all about Santa trying to find his hope and you know pr- continue to be that light for kids in a very trying time.
1: Yeah, I can see. I I also like the the commentary. And again, this I don't think this will give too much away, but I I like the commentary kind of built into the film a little bit, at least for me, how it kind of came across is there's a little bit of kind of showing us like times are so much different, you know, cause Santa has been at this for hundreds of years and, mm. you know, presumably Mel Gibson in that role has been doing this for hundreds of years. And you, you're, like you said, it's just worn down. It's just like, what the fuck is the world doing? You know, why are we doing this to ourselves? Why are our kids such idiots? Do you know what I mean? And that's kind of like Santa in this movie kind of throwing his hands up, like you know, I'm going to keep doing this, but you know, I I just don't know why I'm doing it. There's always going to be a naughty list, but it seems like that naughty list is so much longer, you know. And I felt like that was a really cool commentary kind of built into the movie too. Uh,
0: there, so I don't I don't want to say too much about like what befalls Santa because like we're seeing this, this like mm-hmm. no one has seen this uh, uh, until tonight, which uh, you know, considering the fact that. I don't get screeners for anything other than like this kind of stuff. Uh it gives me the warm fuzzies that I get to see yeah, this before anybody. Yeah, sure. But like there's this really emotional scene where uh Mel Gibson as Santa is addressing his factory and like he he's really giving it his all in this. He is. Like yeah. uh it's 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 very touching what he what he's saying and you you see the struggle on his face as he's making a, a decision that uh, you know, he feels he shouldn't have to make, but unfortunately does have to. And like, I, I don't know. Uh, th- I think this is actually like the first thing I've seen Mel Gibson in since, uh, since his tirade. Oh, Which, really? Yeah. I I haven't watched a ton of Mel Gibson movies. I know he's been in like a few, but uh, yeah, I haven't, I have not seen Mel Gibson in a movie in a long fucking time, so cool. it was it was kind of nice to see him back. Like, of course, he's still potentially a piece of shit, and I do like that uh, his wife, played by uh, Marianne Jean-Baptiste, was a, a black woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, considering the history of Mel Gibson, I kind of like that touch. But you know, th- he, you know, Mel Gibson and Marianne have great chemistry too. They
1: do. That's part of the heart in the movie too is is their marriage and their relationship. I I mean, make no mistake, man. Mel Gibson's a great actor. He's one of the greats, you know, off-camera. I mean, he's done some stuff that is unfortunate and said some things that are unfortunate.
0: Unfortunate, a.k.a. racist.
1: Right, right. But, I mean, you know, kind of like what you said. I mean, it, it sounds at the core as such a schlocky story. And it's kind of a silly premise, and I think it is.
0: Oh, yeah, and, 100%. And I, and I
1: think that's part of its charm. But then you get... You know, Mel Gibson, and really Goggins, too, in his role is this very sinister, cold-blooded killer, but also a little bit of a comic relief, too. Um, Yeah. At least for me, I thought he was fucking hilarious in this. But you get these two actors that really do give, like, just A-plus performances. Like, they really dive into both of these characters. You know, Mel Gibson, from the perspective of kind of this, like, worn down Santa Claus at the end of, you know, he's considering retirement and like, you know, he mentions a couple other things in the movie that, you know, give you the sense that he's just kind of over it. And then you have Walter Goggins, who's this hungry hit man who has always had this little, you know, carrot dangling in front of him. And he's such a go-getter because of that. And mm-hmm. so evil and cold-blooded. And it, and it really, they both really sell those two perspectives really well. And I I think those two performances are why I love the movie so much, to be honest.
0: Yeah. And the thing is, is like the pre the premise overall is kind of ridiculous, but like they're playing it a hundred percent straight. Mm-hmm. Like they're 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 not like winking at the camera. They're not over the top in a right. bad way. They're, when they're over the top, it, it it serves the movie as opposed to you know. Uh, plays to its detriment, like uh, they elevate this, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying the script is bad. I think the script is actually pretty, pretty solid. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think it's the greatest, but it's a very solid script, and kind of talks about like you know uh, having to do what you got to do to to survive, mm-hmm. and you know there's there's a lot of underlying themes here that are that are pretty great. And I mean, not to spoil it, but there's a a very nice like eleventh hour reveal. That kind of lends an additional undercurrent to the movie.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was never bored with it either. I like. I think it. I think the pacing was really done really well because there would be like peaks and valleys, and when we were in the valleys, would be when we would get a lot of that emotional content. Yep. Uh, where the characters would be connecting to each other through dialogue or, you know, just being together, and then it would heighten and it would kind of kick up a notch where you get some action in the following scene. And it kind of did that throughout the movie where it was kind of up and down like that. And I really liked that pacing. And then I love, which I guess wouldn't be considered the final scene because of what you were mentioning, but I love the final kind of like action sequence in the snow there too. Um, I thought that was shot really well. A lot of wide. Oh yeah,
0: the camera work in that scene is great.
1: Yeah, a lot of wide takes. um, And a lot of, it's hard to film action anyway, but I mean, just the way it was shot was really cool. And then the weather, of course, added kind of elements to that. And I won't, I won't give too much away for different um, props and plot points that were used in that scene. But, but yeah, I mean, I loved it for all the reasons I've mentioned.
0: Uh so I guess with that, is there anything else you want to say before we wrap up here?
1: No, except uh, this is a 2020 film, so I don't know. It might shake up my best of the year. That's how much I liked it. Um, You know, I, I love seeing these veteran actors kind of return to form in, Mm -hmm. in movies. And I'm not saying Mel Gibson's, you know, fell off the face of the earth prior to this, but I I like when, you know, actors return to form in films that when you hear about them, you think, oh, they don't give a shit about their career anymore. (laughs) And then you see it and you're like, wow, he really, this is fucking, he's great. He's great in this, you know? Um, And I love that because the project sounds really silly and corny and, you know he's Mel Gibson. He didn't have to put in the effort that he did in this, but I thought it was tremendous and uh yeah, it's one of my favorite films of the year thus far, I would say easily. Okay, sure. Uh Oh, you asked me, dude. I mean, what
0: No, no, no. I uh, <laughs> I I'm going to say I well, like just based off your last thing, it, it is one of the better movies of the year. It's definitely one of the most surprising mm-hmm. of the year cuz like i know i know it, it was kind of memed on when the trailer first came out it was like oh shit uh look it's mel gibson as uh santa claus isn't that funny man this is this is going to be kind of stupid and ridiculous right, and then right. all of a sudden it turns out to to not be mm-hmm. stupid and ridiculous it turns out to have a heart and mm-hmm. you know there are some over the top ridiculous moments but you know it, it like i said it serves the script so uh man, it, our main three players: Mel Gibson, Walton Goggins, Marianne Jean Baptiste. They're they're all great. Mm-hmm. They're all so good. And they they give this they elevate this movie just on their performances alone. Uh, and I'm not saying the rest of it's bad. I I, I do like how, how a lot of the movie was shot too. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean especially that that scene in the snow you were talking about. Um. There's also one sequence where uh, we're, we're watching the passage of time as uh, Walton Goggins is sitting in the car.
1: Yeah, that was really cool too. Yeah, with the different songs and stuff. Yeah, that was. cool, Yeah, too. that
0: was really well edited. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I I really like this too. Uh, this is probably this comes out on what I think the seventeenth of November is what I saw on IMDb. I could be wrong if, uh, so, but uh, check it out. I mm-hmm. I I am also recommending this just like uh just like Gerald.
1: Well the theater thing is so weird, but if you can see this in the theater, I mean please do, but I I don't know if they're going to put it on a streaming service. I haven't seen anything about that. Um and I know the theater thing is just so iffy right now, but Yeah. Yeah, it is November 17th. I just checked, which is 2 days after my birthday, so you know you got to see it.
0: Oh, 100%. I don't
1: know what that means, but <laughs> yes, go see it, please.
0: Oh, uh, also the movie is a hundred minutes, so it knows mm-hmm. exactly how much time to spend with its premise. Because I, I think I even said I don't, I don't know if I said it on on a pod on like one of these, but I, I think I said you know this is a ninety-minute movie, and it should know that. Mm-hmm. And it does, it does know that. So I, you know, I'm, I'm happy about it.
1: Me too. Uh, you know, obviously we're not trying to give anything away tonight, so I think I've said all I really can say without giving away spoilers, but. I loved it. It's one of my favorite films of 2020 thus far.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, so, what would you give, Fat Man?
1: Right, we're doing out of five or ten. I can't remember. A,
0: I don't care, Gerald. Do whatever you want. Do whatever. It could be out of like. Uh, four. Well, you
1: know, I miss so many. <laughs> do it out of four. I missed so many uh, movies between now and Ammonite. So I can't remember what we did on Ammonite. But um, I mean, out of ten, I'm I, as rapid reaction, which is what we're doing. I'm going to say an eight out of ten.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go with a seven out of ten. It's a it's a good movie. Uh, it's, it's but it's one I'm going to rewatch like multiple times. Like uh, that that's definitely going on around Christmas time. I can tell you that.
1: Yeah, and that's funny that you say that because what I love about this is that it. Is, you would think that like the Santa Claus thing has been told from as many different angles as as it could be, and and but they we have another one. We have a new one. You know, this is something we really haven't seen involving Santa Claus. Yeah, so that so that's really cool too. I like the unique um, approach that the Nelms took to that.
0: So, uh, unfortunately that will do it for me in terms of film fest, nine, one, nine stuff. Uh, it is very unlikely that I'm able to see the comeback trail on Eleven One.
1: one. Well, I can uh, feel, I can uh, record it if you want and send it over to you. If you want to put I it mean, up, of
0: course, Gerald, but I'm just saying I'm done.
1: I'm out. Yeah, of but you're getting me back. It's revenge for me missing out on no man land.
0: It's true. Uh, true. and, and one night Miami, but, mm-hmm. uh, with all this said, uh, I do want to thank you, Gerald, for letting me be your guest for Film Fest 919 and letting me watch some fantastic movies.
1: Yeah, thanks for the handies.
0: Yeah, uh, You're welcome. Uh, and thank you to Film Fest 919 for letting Gerald exist in this space and giving him the passes that he could then give yes. to me.
1: Absolutely, yes. Thank you so much to Carol and Randy and anybody from Film Fest 919 that may tune into these. I mean, you guys are awesome. You know, we were talking to you before the show tonight, actually, and... I was telling Randy, I was, it's just really amazing that you pulled it off, period. I mean, that you were mm-hmm. able to do the film festival this year during COVID, and they were able to use the drive-in, which they literally had the drive-in erected and constructed like the week of the film festival, and I think that's going to be a great spot over there um, at Caraway Village or Caraway mm-hmm. Crossing. So, yeah, thanks to Film Fest 919. It's a great event every year, and it was really impressive that you guys were able to do what you did this year for sure.
0: Yeah. So uh, with that, uh, thank you all for listening, and uh, we will see you next Tuesday.